Hi friends, hope everyone's having a great day. This is Sony Lopez Chavez and you're listening to a Step Off Magazine Productions. Welcome back to another episode of Step Off Radio, the official podcast of Step Off Magazine. I'm your host, Rob Camacho, and this is episode 16. As we all know, summer is coming to an end, guys, and needless to say, this whole year has been, you know, not quite what we've been expecting, you know, from COVID-19 to police brutality, right-wing terrorism in the streets, and just an endless stream of lies from the White House. 2020 has been one of the hardest years many of us have ever lived through. You know, but with that said, there's a coalition of artists, activists, musicians, poets, painters, and more that have used this moment to transform their pain and collective struggle that we are all facing into something beautiful. And for today's episode, I had the honor of speaking with one such individual that is doing just that. So we hope that you all enjoy. For many artists, the COVID-19 pandemic has delivered an absolutely devastating blow to the creative arts scene. In a profession already often filled with highs, lows, and hardship, even in the best of times, the pandemic and the subsequent economic shutdowns over the past several months have been an absolutely devastating obstacle for many artists, musicians, and creators to overcome. San Diego's creative arts scene, of course, has been no exception to this alarming trend, particularly Barrio Logan's Art and Culture District whose artists and creators have taken a disproportionate hit over the past several months. With many galleries, studios, and music venues still shuttered, artists in the neighborhood have been cut off from the events and spaces they've relied upon in the past to showcase their art and bring in a steady income. While virtually all artists have been forced to adapt to these new set of challenges and circumstances over the past several months, ingenuity and inspiration in the era of COVID-19 has manifested an explosion of creativity and innovation in a variety of unexpected ways. And perhaps no one has utilized this time as creatively and meticulously as local artist and co-owner of La Bodega Gallery owner Sony Lopez Chavez. Since March, Sony has embarked on an ongoing series of digital art pieces highlighting a wide variety of subject matter. From the plight of street vendors, the Black Lives Matter movement, immigrant rights, indigenous sovereignty, women's rights, mental health awareness, as well as LGBT issues. While the series covers a wide variety of different topics and causes, the overall encompassing themes all revolve around the empowerment of marginalized and vulnerable communities. While all of these struggles have existed for decades, the pandemic has brought many of these issues to a head and at the forefront of the public's attention. In today's episode, we had the opportunity to speak with Sony about her series and how she's used her time during the pandemic to bring awareness through her art.
Well, uh, first of all, um, thank you again for taking the time to speak with me today. I really appreciate it. For our readers out there um, who may not be familiar with your work, please introduce yourself and uh, you know, tell us your name and tell us uh, what it is exactly that you do. So my name is Sony Lopez Chavez. Um, I am an artist from Guanajuato, Mexico, currently creating in San Diego, California. And I am an acrylic painter, a muralist, and right now I've been creating through digital art. You know, tell us a little bit about your early influences. You know, what ultimately, like, inspired you to pursue art beyond just a hobby and, you know, taking it, like, a step further than just that? So, um, let me see. So, it's been almost 10 years since I first started to paint. And when I started to paint, I wanted to get my work out there uh you know, in galleries in San Diego, and I found it really difficult, one, to get into a gallery, and two, I just felt like there wasn't really an art scene in San Diego at the time, so I started to curate my own art shows, and um, I was working with a lot of artists, uh, maybe 100, 150, and I was curating shows all over San Diego, and a few years into that, I met my partner, and he and I decided to open up an art gallery. And that was six years ago, and it was amazing. The success that we got was just, it was mind-blowing. Um, I felt like it was the perfect timing for the San Diego art scene, and we received so much support, and it was just, it's been amazing. We've curated hundreds of shows and worked with thousands of artists all over the world. It was just, it's been a lot of fun. But through that time, I haven't really been able to focus on my own art career. Um, it wasn't until the recent COVID-19 um, in March, you know, we had to start stop completely curating art shows and close the gallery. So that allowed me some free time to focus on my work. And it's, I mean, honestly, it's really the first time ever in my life where this is really all that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like this latest art series that you said, this digital art series, it covers a wide variety of topics, but the overall encompassing theme that I noticed seems to be the empowerment of uh, community or different or various communities. What was the inspiration that drove you to begin work on this series back in March? I mean, I think for a lot of us, being home and not being able to work really put, um, I mean, it's an eye-opening to be able to be at home and really focus on the things that are going on in our world right now. Uh, it's always been going on, but like I'm saying, because we can be at home, like it just puts more emphasis onto those things. And I've always been someone who, you know, who cares about the community and I want to work with people and support people. But like I said, because I have the time now to work on my art, I thought, well, if I can create these pieces, you know, for myself and also to somehow raise awareness or hopefully, I don't know, have a piece that connects to someone else, why not try it that way? You know, that could be my part uh, as an artist. So that's how it started. 
Yeah, you you know, like your art, it covers a variety of um, of different topics and struggles, whether it's support for street vendors or women's rights or indigenous rights or LGBT rights. Yeah. You know, what are some, you know, and you've, and you've received a lot of attention because a lot of, some of your pieces have actually gone viral, like on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. You know, what are some, yeah. what are some memorable responses that you've had to your work over the past several months as it's gotten more and more attention? When you said, what are some of the pieces? Oh, well, what are some of the memorable responses that you've received from individuals in the community as it's gone viral and it has received more attention? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've received a lot of support, but uh, I've received a lot of thank yous, people just being grateful for me to create a piece that's going to raise awareness for them, whether it's, like you said, LGBT or the trans community, uh, Black Lives Matter movement. Um, there's just so many things that are going on that are unjust or inhumane, are not uh, just so many things that we need to fight for. And I've been able to connect with those people through my art. And it's been amazing. Like I said, just so many people are thankful that I'm creating these pieces. And it's been it's been really amazing. It's been really amazing for me to be able to help someone through a piece that I create. It's, I, I still can't even believe it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And on top of, you know, you said you've received um, a lot of thank yous and people reaching out to you, for, like people that seem, that feel seen and validated through your work. But likewise, your art yeah. takes on a life of its own when you put it out there and it reaches people um, outside of the community or people that, the, or communities that this artwork uh, represents. Um, as an audience, yeah. you know, what do you hope audiences from outside of those communities will gain and take away from your artwork that perhaps are coming in contact with it for the first time? You know what, like you're saying now, just as, as much love that I'm receiving, I'm also receiving a lot of hate. And I was already expecting that. I've worked, um, you know, I've worked in the art gallery and being in an art gallery, I'm exposing myself to people. And when you do that, you're going to receive both love and hate because not everyone's going to agree with what you do or what you're saying. So I was already expecting that. Um, it's It's been very eye-opening for me to see still how many close-minded people there are out there. And I think it's really sad and... If they see my art and they don't like it, I hope that maybe it'll cross their mind for a brief second and maybe maybe allow them to think differently for even a second. Um, and if it doesn't, that's fine as well. Obviously, I'm not going to connect with everyone, and that's okay. Um, that's not my purpose for why I'm creating. Um, but I'm still happy, though, that it's reaching those people that don't agree with a lot of the things that I'm creating because like I just shared, it's hopefully for a brief second, they will just think about it, you know? Mm -hmm. Are there any particular pieces that have stuck out that have struck a particular nerve that you noticed that have received um, a little bit of pushback, I guess that stand out? Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that has to do with LGBT Mm. um, specifically from the, Hispanic community. Um, you know, it's 
it's still something that's uh, looked down upon. Um, with the older gen generation, they're not very open-minded and they don't care for it. So when they see an image that way, um, they don't like it. And sometimes because it's social media, it's so easy to express it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, at the same time, I'm receiving even more messages and uh, just people commenting and saying that they're so grateful that I'm putting these things out there because they feel loved and they feel the support. And that's, that's what it's about for me. I don't care about the <laughs> negative or the hate. It, I'm still going to continue to do what I'm doing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, as an artist, like you said, that this is like your first opportunity to really 100%, I guess, dedicate yourself just to your art, especially with all this downtime that we've been having these past several months. What is the feeling like for you to have this artwork? Um, you put it out there and it goes viral and it kind of takes a, a, a life of its own. I, th I believe I even saw uh, that Telemundo did an interview with you about your street vendor piece. Yeah, they did. It's, it, I mean, like I said, I still can't believe it, but, you know, when I do a piece, I, I put a, all of my heart and soul into my work, especially right now. So everything that I have in me is in my piece, and if somebody likes it, if somebody connects with it, if it goes, goes viral or not, like, I'm just happy to be able to create. I'm happy to have the free time. I'm happy to really poke, uh, be able to focus um, my time and energy onto my art career, which is something I've always wanted to do. Um, and now that I see that I'm gaining a lot more followers, I'm getting more attention, like it's driving me to create even more pieces like these that are going to make people talk, make people question, uh, create more awareness. If I can do that with my work, then I'm doing something right. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you know, like you've been receiving more and more attention. You, you touch a lot of different people with your art. Is there a particular kind of um, is there a particular kind of art or a particular theme that you enjoy working in the most? No, I mean, no, not specifically. Um, no, not really. I just, I guess I like to touch on the topics that I feel that need more awareness, that need more support. Um, I see a lot of ugly in this world and. If I can create something that's going to bring awareness, then I'm going to try to do it. But I enjoy, you know, I enjoy creating pieces with a lot of color. It's hopefully a positive message. Sorry, that's my dog. <laughs> no worries. So, yeah, I just, I just enjoy creating it. Every, everything really. So you, so you, needless to say, you enjoy touching on a, a plethora of different topics in your artwork. Yeah. Another theme that I noticed that appears a lot in your work is this theme of, um, of authenticity, um, not only to oneself, but to one's culture and community as well. And um, something that has received a lot of attention in recent years is this topic set around cultural appropriation versus appreciation especially with Mexican and Mexican-American culture. And we see it from the mainstreaming of like uh, cultural figures like Frida Kahlo and Selena. And as an artist, you know, who 
does work that showcases culture and the community on a regular basis, where do you think one draws the line that makes this distinction between appreciation versus all-out appropriation from outside groups and people? Oh, man, that's so difficult. That's such a thin line. Uh, I don't really even know how to respond to that one. Um, I think as long as you have the respect for whatever whatever image that you're creating as an artist, mm-hmm. as long as you have the respect and also as long as you're educated on whatever piece it is that you're creating, I think it's fine. Um, you know, a lot of these topics that I've done, I, I, I try my very best to do some research before I create a piece um, because I know how important it is to be able to just be clear and be respectful and be... I think just respect, man. It just has to come down to that. Yeah, absolutely. You kind of you kind of actually went into my next question, which was, you know, what is your typical process um, preparing work on a new piece? Like you said, you do research before. I typically get my ideas while I dream. I dream a lot. And so I dream a lot of these pieces in my head while I'm sleeping. So typically when I wake up, I already have these ideas in my head and then I'll do a little bit of research. Um, for example, the uh, vendor's piece. You know, I went online and I looked at several different images and of course I know what vendors sell, There's, but there's hundreds and thousands of them. And I thought I could focus on the vendors that I grew up around and the ones that are in my specific community so I did a little bit of research on that, and that's typically what I do. Also, you said that, like, by trade, you know, you're normally an acrylic painter, but all of these recent pieces have been uh, – are digital. Yeah. How has that been, you know, creating work through digital means? You know, do you do you prefer it to acrylics? Has it, is it – do you like it more? Is it a little bit liberating because, mm-hmm. you know, you could do so much with digital technology these days? Oh, yeah. You know, it's something I've always wanted to try. Um, It's always called me, but I've never had the time to do it. And I enjoy acrylic painting. That's like my thing. But when I started this digital work, I started in April of this year, and it just, it blew my mind. Like, I, I connected to it right away, and I enjoyed it. And it isn't easy, but it's a faster process for me. So, I really, really like it, and I, I think I'm going to stick with it for a while. What kind of program do you use um, to create your art on? I use Procreate, and I use the um, the Apple iPad and the Apple Pencil, I believe it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a gift. It was gifted to me in April for my birthday, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm not working right now. Like, I don't. At that moment, I didn't even feel like painting because I was so sad about not being able to curate shows or having to close down. So I thought, oh, this is perfect. Let me just try this digital thing. Let's see if I like it. And I was gifted this iPad, and so I did it, and I just I fell in love with it super, super fast. And I did watch a couple tutorials to figure out the Procreate program, but it was it's really easy for me. Um, 
I don't know. I just enjoy it. I enjoy how easy it is for me. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it's a very um, it's it's incredible what the what kind of stuff you can do with technologies these days in regards to the art. You know that it's oh yeah, and you can put it out faster than ever now too as well. Yes, that's that's what I'm having to deal with right now. I'm I'm creating maybe one or two pieces a day every single day, and so now that I'm actually making prints and stickers, and I'm thinking about making shirts now, like it's it's a whole business now. So I have to think about where I'm going to take my art career, where I'm going to go with this. Yeah. Your recent series, it touches on a whole variety of different topics, um, whether it's Black Lives Matter, um, indigenous rights, uh, just a whole myriad of different things. Obviously, you know, this makes this makes a lot of commentary on civil rights struggles and social justice movements in our society today. What role do you believe artists have in our society, especially now where you know, the trying times that we live through and where political discourse is the most divided, it's probably been in recent memory. You know, where do you think artists stand, especially where they have this real opportunity to be speakers, the truth, the power? Um, you know, that now, right now that I'm getting like a lot more followers, I'm getting a lot more support. To be honest, I feel a little bit of, um, like it's it's what's the word? I can't think of the word. Sorry. It's it's really like I need to use my platform for something good, and I I feel that way with a lot of artists. If you have a large platform, why not speak about these things that are happening right now? Why not create pieces that are gonna send a positive message? Are going to create awareness? I think. If you have a large following, a large platform, I think it's almost your responsibility in a way to somehow, you know, send a message, a positive message. Um, at least that's how I'm taking it. Um, I want to be able to do something with this platform. And I don't just want to create pieces for me, but I want my artwork to have a bigger purpose. You know, and kind of going in line with what you were saying about like um, other artists with a platform or who are building their platforms. What advice do you have for younger artists and creatives who want to create art, not just professionally, but also work that uplifts and speaks to the community as well? Oh, man, my advice. My advice would be to, I mean, if your intent is to create awareness or to bring a positive message. I I really really think it's important to do some research before you bring out a piece out there, and also be be ready for you know some love and also some hate because social media is is, uh, is very harsh sometimes, and you have to have a rough skin to be in social media. Uh, so. I guess those things, uh, you know, at the same time, it's, it's really difficult to create something and put an expectation on your art um, because sometimes when you do that, it takes away the enjoyment, the joy, the, 
whatever it is that you're feeling at that moment that you're creating, if you're expecting something from your art in return and you don't get it, then it's, then it's not good, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh gosh, it's so difficult. It's so difficult because, you know, sometimes I go through some dry spells. Uh, My latest dry spell was a year and a half where I didn't feel like creating anything, not painting, not murals, nothing at all. And I felt really guilty because I do have a talent and I want to be able to use it. But if I create when I don't, when I don't feel like it, then I create pieces that I don't, I'm not happy with and I'm not going to want to share them with anyone. So it's almost like a, like an ugly cycle thing. And I don't know, I don't, I don't want to say like, oh, if you're an artist, you need to be creating and you have to be creating pieces that, uh, speak a message or that are going to bring, like, you don't have to do those things. Art and creating really is just for you. And if it helps you with anxiety or depression or whatever it is, then it needs to be just for you and for your enjoyment, for your peace of mind. And if you want to do something more with it, then, then that's when you can do your research. That's when you can you know, be ready for that backlash or whatever it is. I don't know. It's difficult. <laughs> difficult to be an artist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, with that being said, um, this is an ongoing series, but what has been the most rewarding aspect or experience since you've been embarked on this journey, uh, making this series of art? Having, having so many people message me and tell me that they enjoy seeing my work, that they love my work, that they support me. Um, I, I'm so grateful. I am so honored that I'm able to connect with others through my art. It's always been a dream of mine to be able to have an art career, and I cannot have an art career unless I have people that support me. That's just how an art career works. Um, I, you know, when I came here, I was young. My parents brought me over. I was an illegal and I, I didn't receive my citizenship till, uh, I was 26 and, um, my parents brought me here for a better life. And I obviously didn't know I was going to be an artist. They didn't know I had a talent, but I'm really, really happy that I'm pursuing something and I'm using my talent. Um, if not for me, then for my family and all of the things that they uh, gave up for, for me. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, with that said, is there a particular piece that you've done that sticks out to you? That is your favorite one that you've worked on thus far? Recently, you mean? Yeah. Recently, of, of, like since they've begun the series back in uh, March or April. Oh, geez. Uh, let me think. Or maybe like a top three or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so you know what? I have done a couple pieces um, uh, with women and women and children and the pieces. I've done two or three of them. And I really enjoy those pieces because I don't have any kids of my own and I don't want any kids. And I feel like it's been a topic that's kind of haunted me because I'm a female in my life, my entire life. And it's been from my family, it's been from friends, from strangers, always this pressure of 
when are you going to have kids? Not not knowing maybe I can't have kids or maybe I don't want to or maybe I did and I lost one. You know, that, that, whole, that whole thing to me is just so, uh, it's such a, I don't know, just such a, what's the word? I don't know, it's such a hard topic. And so I always, you know, when I create these pieces about kids and, and moms and I really enjoy those pieces, I think, because I connect with them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, like they're definitely among some of the most powerful ones um, yeah. in the collection. You also mentioned that, like you said, you're um, you've been making you've been producing uh, prints, uh, stickers and as and you said that you're looking at making T-shirts as well. Where, mm-hmm. where can people find you and follow you online to see all your work and also get the latest updates for um, how they could get a hold of your artwork and uh, anything else in the future? So the best way would be on Instagram, and it's uh, Sony, S-O-N-I, underscore artist. And on there, on my bio, is my website link, and those, that's the best way to either shop for any of my work or even contact me. Excellent. And with that said, is there any other closing comments or anything else you'd like to let our readers know? I mean, I, I'm just so grateful for this journey. Um, every single day, I'm just so grateful for the opportunity. And I'm really, really enjoying this entire process and this chapter of my life. Awesome. Thank you, Sonia. I really appreciate you. Um, I really do appreciate you taking the time to speak with me and tell us all about your amazing artwork and your story. Well, thank you. Thank you for your time. This episode of Step Off Radio was recorded in San Diego, California. Our theme music was composed by DJ Root, and our score was performed and conducted by Thomas Chicone. This has been a Step Off Magazine production.